You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, and welcome to a spooky edition of the Soul Forge Podcast, episode 225. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hello, everybody. This is not a spooky voice. That's not working at all. I'm not going to even attempt it. Uh, so, yeah, this is a kind of a Halloween edition. It's uh, coming out, what, uh, October 28th, just a few days before Halloween 2021. And I thought that I was going to do maybe a uh, review of some spooky Halloween type scary movies. And I really wanted to bring something like that to you, but I don't have enough knowledge about horror films. And my two experts, unfortunately, are not available. Uh, my good buddy, Renee, who you've heard on the podcast a couple of times, uh, he's out of town, so he's not able to. He's doing a lot of traveling for work. And our other friend, Eddie, who runs the Night Terrors Film Festival here in Timmins every October. Uh, actually, this October 30th is the only one this month. And if you're in Timmins, then you should go to Night Terrors Film Festival. They're having a midnight screening Saturday night, the 30th. Uh, two showings, uh, or I think they're both at midnight. One is Shaun of the Dead, and I believe the other one is Beetlejuice. So if you're here in town and you heard this in time, then go check that out. Support Eddie and the Night Terrors Film Festival. Uh, he's shy, so he wasn't available to uh, come on the podcast. Uh, he was on the Rusted Robot podcast that I used to do once or twice, but uh, he hasn't been uh, in front of a microphone too much, so that didn't work uh, too short of notice and all that kind of stuff. So that's not happening this week. But I was talking to Renee about the Halloween edition episode and I thought maybe I would skip it this week and not even do an episode but mm, I don't like doing that I like to come out with a brand new episode every week if possible so he suggested I do an episode based on fear the only thing we have to fear is fear itself now I've done irrational fears before like phobias and, and that kind of thing like I don't even remember what episode that number was I think that was one of the ones where I got a bunch of random people that I just recorded real brief and they told us about their random fears or phobias so I'm not doing that but what I am going to do is is talk about fear and, and Renee had four ideas or topics to cover on this episode so what I'll do is I will talk about those based on my own personal experience I suppose I guess that's probably the best way to do it so let's uh let's let's see here 
Well, obviously, uh, on the phobias episode, I talked about my irrational fear of the dark, and, and that's more of a phobia. It's something that a lot of people have, and I've always had it. I don't like uh, going up the stairs of, from the basement if it's dark down there, because, you know, there might be a monster or a spooky murderer or something. Who knows what? There's nothing. I know there's nothing, but it's that uh, irrational lizard part of my brain. So anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, of the four different types of fears Renee suggested, the first one is the fear of not being accepted. Do I have a fear of not being accepted? I don't think I have that anymore. But uh, in the teenage years and even in my 20s and probably even my early 30s, I I believe I probably did have a fear of not being accepted uh, because, you know, you want to belong, you want to fit in with the crowd or with with your peers or your social group or your workmates or your classmates or or, or whatever. I think that uh, I've probably always been a little bit different from everybody else. Uh, I remember that... uh, let me think here. Back back in university, there was a class that I was taking. I think it was an English class. And the professor was talking about Star Trek. And, and as you know, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I, I, and now I tell anybody who knows or cares or, or wants to know about it or, or whatever. The purpose is to experience fear. Fear in the face of certain death. To accept that fear and maintain control of oneself and one's crew. This is a quality expected in every Starfleet captain. But back then, he asked the class how many of us were Star Trek fans. Not one single person put up their hand. And of course, that was the late 90s, and uh, the the geek culture was not nearly as accepted as it is now. Uh, and I wanted to put my hand up and have a great discussion about Star Trek, but I was afraid that people would look at me funny and I wouldn't be accepted into the class, or, or whatever. Who knows what kind of fear it actually was. Because what what if I would have said I, I like Star Trek? Probably seven or eight other people would have said the same thing, but nobody wanted to be first. So that was a fear of being accepted. And of course, public school and all that stuff. Uh, anyway, that's the only example that I can think of. Uh, another fear is a fear of failure. And that's a big one for a lot of different people. I I used to have that fear. Actually, I I kind of went the opposite way. Back in high school, I think it was grade 9, and it was probably the first few months. And and what it was, is was an assembly in front of the whole school where the people from the previous year, or maybe it was the previous semester, I can't remember what the details are now, but uh, you had to go up on the stage if you were on the honor roll and uh, you had to uh, stand up in front of all the people you had to shake the I think the principal or the vice principal's hand and uh, just be in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and I was I was super shy back then and I didn't want to do it so I purposely sabotaged my grades for the first couple years because I didn't want to have to go up on stage and uh, be in front of everybody so it was kind of an opposite of the fear of failure it was kind of the fear of success and being exposed but then somehow I realized that that was stupid and uh, there was a girl that I was in competition with to have better grades so I did everything I could to get the best grades that I possibly could It was a fear of not being as good as this girl that I was competing with. And and a lot of times, I I found throughout my entire life, 
that I've always been in competition with people, even if they don't realize it. So, for example, I'm a huge Star Trek collector, action figures and Hallmark ornaments and prop replicas and books and whatever. My good friend Andrew was also a collector, and I had to make sure that I had more than him, because if he had more cool stuff, then I was a failure at collecting. So that's kind of a failure-type thing. Not, not major, but something like that. I didn't, I didn't fail any classes in high school, which was good. Uh, I believe my lowest mark was a 56 or something in grade 12 math. That's, that's not my uh, strong subject at all. Uh, but I made it through there. I went through uh, the OAC program, or grade 13, which they've discontinued about 20 years ago. Went through university, didn't fail any classes there. That was good. When I was 16, I had to go for my driver's license, and I failed twice, and I got it on the third time, because the first time was I was driving too fast for the snowy, icy conditions. So the second time, I compensated and was extra cautious and drove slow, and they failed me for that. But on the third time, I got it. And that's not something I ever talk about, failing my driver's license twice. But I did it, and I got it, and I'm telling you now, I don't give a care. Who cares? That's, that's, uh, let's see, that's 1992. Does it matter? Not really. Um, I did go to teacher's college. I passed the, uh, the written part of it flawlessly in the 90 percentages. Uh, but the actual practical teaching when we had to go to the classroom and be student teachers, I failed miserably. Because what happened was I went to university for four years, took a year off, and then I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And most of the people I knew had gone to teacher's college. So I figured, well, I'll go to teacher's college the next year. But I didn't really want to. I just figured, well, what else am I going to do with my life? And I didn't have the heart for it. I didn't want to do it. I wasn't passionate about it. And I, I didn't do a good job. And so I failed. So, yeah, that was a waste of money. And uh, not something that I ever talk about because it's embarrassing because uh, I, I could have been a teacher. But uh, no, I'm not. So there's that. Um, but do I actually have any fear of failure now? Uh, thinking about it, not really because what, what, uh, what is there to fail at right now? Nothing. Nothing that I can think of. I, I could fail at being a good person. I could fail at being a father. Uh, I could fail at being a fiancé or a husband or a boyfriend or whatever. And yeah, I've, I've failed miserably several times, obviously, because uh, my marriage fell apart and, and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, that's episode 68 if you want to hear that again. But uh, yeah, so definitely there have been fail failures in my life. Am I afraid of failure? I don't think I am anymore. At, at the age of 45, I've, I've realized that there's successes and there's failures in life and you grow from each one. And whatever. Who cares? Uh, in 100 years, nobody will remember. In 20 years, nobody will remember. So there you go. Who cares? Now, if I had, if I had done this episode 15 years ago, this would be a completely different episode because I was a lot more fearful back then. I didn't have the life experience that I have now. Also, I didn't do podcasts 15 years ago, but that's beside the point. But yeah, what about uh, what about you guys and girls out there in podcast land? What are some failures that you've experienced and how did you overcome that? If you'd like to share your story with us, that's soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Send a written email, send an mp3 and I'll play it on the air. Whatever. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And speaking of hearing things, why don't we play a couple uh, pieces of 
what am I going to say? Pieces of wisdom, pieces of advice. No, a podcast promo and a vaccine PSA here on the ESO Network. Do you like podcasts? Then you're going to hate Thunder Talk. Tasteless subject matter. Mature humor. Contempt for our co-hosts. Unapologetic social views. Edgy music. And total irreverence for the nerd junk we love. Are all reasons why no one. No one. No one should listen to Thunder Talk. Find us on the ESO Network. And all podcasting platforms. Or don't. Whatever. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO Network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today. Okay, are you going to go check out that podcast? I bet you are. I bet you probably already have because I played that promo before, or at least one like it. So yeah, all the episodes of all the podcasts on the ESO Network are fantastic, and you should be listening to them all. Subscribe every day and download them twice. So what else do we have on the list of failure? So we had the fear of not being accepted and the fear of failure. Uh, Another thing that Renee mentioned was the fear of not following your dreams. And I've had that. Uh, let's see. Ever since I can remember, I've enjoyed writing. Writing short stories, uh, I wrote a lot of poetry, which I've read on previous episodes, and I've always wanted to write a novel, but I've never done it. And I don't think it's a fear of, uh, actually writing a novel. I've just never had the motivation to sit down and actually do it. But that's, that's a dream I've had. And is it a fear? Maybe it's a fear of uh, not being published, of writing something and being rejected. Because a fear of rejection is tied up with a fear of not following your dreams. And I can remember as far back as probably the early 90s. We uh, we lived in an apartment complex and I used to, in the summertime, have a little booth set up in the apartment complex and I would sell things to the neighborhood kids. I've always enjoyed selling. Uh, some of my favorite jobs have been working at convenience corner stores like Mike Smart or a Max or, or whatever. I've always wanted to open up a comic book shop. And about, I think in 2007 or 2008, I got really serious about it. I registered the business name, which was The Rusted Robot. And I've always had The Rusted Robot as part of my, what do you call it? I don't even know. But uh, it's always been a thing. And I talked to a local business owner here, and he helped me with a business plan. But what was I? In, In 2007, I was just maybe, what, 31? I didn't have the life experience. I didn't have the the knowledge i didn't have any money first of all but i was afraid that if i were to open up a comic book shop all my savings that i did have not that i had much but i would have to get loans and i was afraid of not being able to pay those back and i was afraid that the rent would be too expensive i was afraid people wouldn't come to the store because timmins is a small little town and there might not be enough uh, clientele to support a comic book shop so i was afraid of following my dream of owning my own store, which is something that I've wanted to do for decades. Am I over that fear? 
I think I kind of am because as I've mentioned uh, this year I did buy a building with three rental units so that I could actually open up my store. The two units would pay for the mortgage of the place and then I could just have the store by itself. However, uh, the store is currently operated by a lady who has been there since before I bought the building. Her lease isn't up yet and she wants to continue on with her lease. So I could kick her out early next spring and open up my shop. But there's a part of me that uh, would like to just let her stay there and help pay the mortgage. And then whenever she does leave, then I can open up my store. So, so there is a fear of not being able to pay the rent. Uh, there's also a fear of following my dreams of actually opening up the store because what if nobody comes? And then I've kicked out this lady and I have an empty storefront that nobody comes to and it's a waste of money and waste of time and have I quit my job at the post office and my guaranteed pension and all that stuff? So there, there's a fear of following my dreams. I'm not as afraid because I did buy the friggin' building and I do have a plan. And like I've mentioned before, I opened up my shop on Etsy and I've been making sales. And as I'm recording this, uh, it's actually been four months to the day that I opened up the shop. And yesterday I made my 58th sale. So not a lot, uh, not a lot to, well, not a lot to retire on, obviously, but uh, 58 sales in four months would not be enough to justify the rent on a building. And Etsy is a worldwide uh, place, and I've shipped things to Australia and Great Britain and the United States and all over Canada and the Netherlands and, and that kind of stuff. But of course, if I had a dedicated shop and a dedicated staff or, or something, then uh, it, it might be different. But who knows? So I haven't done it yet. I'm partially following my dreams, but there's still a tiny little bit of fear. Okay, and the last one that Renee mentioned was the fear of losing people. And man, oh man, uh, when I was younger, yeah, I was I was afraid of losing people. Uh, but now I have lost so many people over the course of my life that there's not many people left to lose. And so I think I've pretty much mostly lost that fear. Because I've lost my mom. I've lost the relationship with my dad. I've lost all the people on my mom's side of the family. I had a marriage that fell apart. I've lost friendships. I've lost a son. And all kinds of different things like that. I'm still here. I'm still surviving. Actually, should I even tell you this? I don't know. Last week I was uh, walking along, delivering the mail, doing my drudgery of a job. But I felt so good and so positive, like I was living my best life, like I was in the best position that I've ever been in. And it was just such a peaceful feeling. And is there anybody left to lose? Probably. I could lose my brothers. Uh, I could lose my cousins. I could lose my fiance. I could lose my son. There's, there's people that left that I could lose, but I'm not as fearful as I used to be. And is that uh, freedom? I don't know what it is. Uh, is it because I've reached a certain age? Maybe. I don't know what it is. And I've tried to track it ever since last week. What is it that has changed? What's different about my life? And there's not one specific thing that I can point to, but I think I've reached an equilibrium where things are as they are. I've accepted the way it is. And that's pretty much all there is to it. Now, there is one fear that I do have, and that's uh, the fear of society collapsing and uh, the water wars of the 2030s and global climate change and, and all that kind of stuff. But that 
is actually something that I want to talk about in an upcoming episode. So that might be exciting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's way more in-depth than I can get in the, in the last few moments of this podcast here. Uh, so that's what that is. Thinking back about this episode now, what are your fears? Do you have a fear of not being accepted? A fear of not following your dreams? A fear of failure? A fear of losing people? Some other kind of fear? Are you afraid of death? Are you afraid of living? What are your fears? Let us know, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Or don't, totally up to you. I would love to have some feedback and hear what you have to say, but if uh, nobody wants to do that, well, that's fine too. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a really uh, kind of off-the-cuff episode, off-the-cuff episode. Uh, I didn't do any research, and I just kind of thought about it as we went. But sometimes those make for the best episodes. So anyway, I hope you have a great Halloween, and until next time, take care of yourselves, and remember... Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.